Hey everybody, welcome to the Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. I just remembered I, I forgot to play our opening stuff. Here's Stuttering John, and we paid him 100 bucks for this a couple of years back. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. And for some really stupid reason, you're listening... Insufferable Bastards. Great name for a podcast, morons. Thank you, John. Has John's price went up or down since in the last few years? I have no idea. I do know if you go to Cameo now and it's a promotional, that's considered promotional. So it's that a was a hundred bucks, now it would be a thousand. Okay. So they, they but finally, that's a finally... that's a the, their service thing. They've changed that. I'm just curious how much he d- charges now. Yeah, no, I I haven't looked. That's a good question. Here's a uh, Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. All right. Speaking of people you don't want to hang out with, I happened to stumble across this show on YouTube called Insufferable Bastards. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So it is Sunday. September 25th, although I should probably not say that because they're looking to hold this episode for a couple of weeks, though. Uh, But, yeah, it's been a big day in the Howard Stern world because we had a new episode of Who Are These Podcasts release with Monique from Radio Junk. That was a, a pretty interesting episode. A new episode of the Uncle Rico show dropped today, September 25th, with Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. Right? And then yesterday, Stuttering John released a new episode where he was supposed to have Jay Moore on. Whoa. I watched on I watched on Dabble. Yeah, I like Jay Moore. I used to listen to the Jay Moore podcast more stories, but the I entire just think podcast, that's a huge get for John. It's a yeah, yeah, every once in a while. Every once in a while. He, I guess he had Alonzo Bowden from Last Comic Standing, working comics, been around forever. Yeah. But uh the thing about Jay Moore's podcast, he did more stories. It kind of dove off a cliff, Brian, after he got divorced. Right. Okay. He had, and then it became like a self help podcast. And he hasn't up, I guess it's done. He hasn't uploaded in years. I just checked the other day. But I love Stuttering John. He is a podcaster after my own heart because I watched on, on Dabblers Anonymous. The first 15 minutes, it's just him exchanging messages with Jay because Jay can't get into the, the stream. He uses okay. uh, whatever his stream yard. And so he didn't get Jay Moore. Apparently Grillo came on later. But I watched for a solid 15 minutes, and it was just like every every one of our episodes where we're like, oh, cr- wait, oh, man, uh, which will probably happen on this episode. It's already probably. happened. We just edited it all out already. Right. We edit nothing. We so edit nothing. Meant, prior to this. Right. Well, no, not really, not really. That one time I just, I just booted the whole show because it was so bad. But I thought in this episode... As I look at my soundboard thing, if my mic cuts out. A couple of weeks ago, like Joe Rogan, or I guess like a week ago, bashed Connecticut. And it was sort of news in the Connecticut Twittersphere. Joe Rogan taking a dump on Connecticut. And I live in Connecticut, right? I live in Derby, Connecticut, which isn't the stereotypical Derby community, I can tell you that. It sort of plays into what Jay, RJ, what uh, Rogan always says about Connecticut. So I thought we would just like play the clips and just react, have a discussion about them. How does that sound to you, Brian? Wonderful. But based on the feedback we've gotten on previous episodes of Insufferable Bastards on YouTube, we have to shut up. We talk too much. We interrupt too much, Brian. 
Okay. So let's try to, I guess, play the clip and then comment afterward, which is difficult because I want to stop and wait a second. I want to address that point. And also, I think we could probably get a copyright strike by playing the whole thing through. But but this is but what the people news, want, right? This is for news purposes, right? So it's uh, this will be okay. on a news side. Yeah, this this particular episode actually will probably be on a news episode. So the first uh, video I'll play, it's Sam. I don't know how to say his name. Moral. Uh, morale. Yeah, yeah. Whoever that guy is, I don't, I don't know who he is. I, I mean, I've just seen his name all over YouTube and everything. He talks about a hell gig he had in Connecticut. So this is the one, this is the context, because after Sam shares this story, Rogan went on sort of a mini rant about Connecticut. So let me see if I can get it all up and do like this thing, do the John noises. And then the second half of this podcast, I do want to talk a second. Can you see that, Brian? Yeah. I'll talk a second about the interview I did with Shuli. Brian was supposed to be there. We'll get into what happened there. Brian, the non-Shuli fan, was supposed to be in the interview, but it just didn't happen. So, all right, here we go. Might get an ad as well. The Rogan experience. Bridgeport's one of the worst cities in the country. I mean, <laughs> hear that, Brian? Yeah. All right, good. Bridgeport's one of the worst cities in the country. Yeah. Have you been to Bridgeport, Connecticut? One of my best friends lived there. It's fucking crazy. Forever. He just moved recently. Shout out to Tommy Jr. <laughs> I did a gig there once, and I got chased off stage. Oh, Jesus. I got chased off. I remember uh, I was do I, these guys met me in New York, and it was I was young, so I was like, man, oh, my God, the idea to make fucking whatever it was, like a grand on a Wednesday. I was like, oh, my God, of course, yeah. So they come to see me. They're like, we want to scout you out first. So they saw me at uh, Eastville comedy club and like what east fourth street on a saturday and i couldn't have had a better set it was one of those where i'm like when lightning strikes in that room and they were like well if you did this well here you'll do even better in bridgeport i'm like that's not how it works by no. the way that's so i get there and this one guy they're like all right, well this guy's the muscle and i'm like i don't know what the fuck that means the muscle i was like all right hey muscle whatever and we're getting drunk and they're like we can't wait to have you there and they kept calling this guy the muscle and i'm like i don't know why he's called the muscle and then i do the gig in bridgeport and we're having pizza before, and there's a basketball game. I'm watching basketball in the pizza shop, and uh, and he's like, uh, I was telling some story, and he goes, yeah. Hey, nobody's angry at this guy for going on and on. Where are the comments? Uh, <laughs> come on. Get to the point. It's just like when I did uh, two and a half years in the clink for, for selling Coke, and I was like, what does that have to do with what I was talking about? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, is he fucking with me? I can't tell if he's fucking with me. So I remember doing the gig, and uh, I'm kind of just – doing okay there's like a guy in the front row he won't shut the fuck up it's one of those where i'm like i put him down every clever way possible it was a beautiful venue too it's called the bijou theater which is like they play like casablanca in that place this is where i'm doing comedy you know they put like old school movies in there and i'm just trying to survive i'm like 25 minutes in like putting this guy down he keeps coming i'm just like i'm at a i'm at a clever shit to say like you're ruining the show and finally i'm like you fucking neanderthal dumb fuck shut the fuck up and then he stood up and i was like that's the biggest man i've ever seen he's like six six and built like a linebacker and i'm like i'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me god damn it so he starts rushing the stage and i'm like well someone's gonna stop him no one stops him he gets on stage i was like fuck this shit i run off stage <laughs> and I'm in the back of the room and people are booing. I just hear booing. I'm like, I'll interrupt. Maybe this is not making my news site because I'll have to edit out all those F-bombs. So <sighs> He, he is also fucking... taking forever to get to the one story. Yeah, I, I guess this guy, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're old. Booing me. And then 
I lock the door to the green room. This woman runs in with me uh, before I lock it, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't do that. <laughs> what, you want me to just get the Sorry. shit kicked out of me? And she's like, you can't. That's very unprofessional to walk out. <laughs> I'm like, unprofessional? Like, there's no security here. I, I'm not just going to, like, you know, get my ass kicked. And uh, she's like, fuck. Like, no, you got to get back out there. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck this city. And, and I'm, they're booing so loud when I say that. I'm holding a cordless mic. They hear everything I'm saying to her. I sound like the biggest <laughs> coward. I am hated in Bridgeport right now. They're booing the shit out of me. Eight minutes of the longest eight minutes of my life. He finally leaves, and I, I went back out and did the last 30 minutes to fucking silence. Oh, boy. Yeah. Connecticut is rough, man, because it's, <laughs> it's, rough. it's there's no hope in Connecticut. There's a thing. There's, like, really rich people. That should be their state motto. There's and we might play this twice because the next video, I think, might be Rogan saying this. I might have messed up. Let me see. There is no hope because yeah. it's not a real state. You're it's right. a highway between New York and Boston. True. That's what it is. Okay. And the cities there, like Hartford, come on. It's barely a city. It's a few insurance buildings, and it's weird. That downtown area ain't pretty. It's yeah. rough. Chappelle bomb there. That's well, how that you was know like that. the infamous. Yeah, that was the like infamous, infamous bomb. Set. When yeah. I saw that, I go, oh, he's in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. I tell everybody, it's the worst fucking Place to do. I haven't done stand-up in Connecticut in 15 years. All right, so that was that. That was Rogan. Maybe I can skip the next one. That's the whole context of it. I don't know if Rogan said uh, anything in addition to what he said there. So I don't know. So I live in Connecticut, and I guess my reaction, I mean, it's funny. It's First funny. of all, I accept that Joe Rogan is a comedian. Dude, Sam, they are comedians. They're making jokes about the state I live in. So I'm not, like, offended in any way. But that being said, I mean, one thing about Connecticut is, I mean, Bridgeport, one of the worst cities, and I, I don't know about that. I just think these guys, I don't, Rogan's such a tough guy. Rogan is like Mr. UFC, Mr. I work out and eat red meat. I don't need no vaccine. I'll just do sit-ups. I can, I can knock a man out. You know, he's like, I go hunting. I kill things with my bare hands. And yet he doesn't know the basic <clears throat> way to carry yourself in a city you know what i mean like the thing like i just this this just made me think like i'm not from any type of city right brian you yeah. live in the town yeah, i yeah. grew up in we're, yes. we're, we we're both from the suburbs 60 minutes outside new york city but like my old man was a new york city police officer you know, 54 years as a police officer 20 in, in in the city and like i don't know my family was from the city they moved out of the city my point being, like, you know, you, you knew certain things. When you, when you went into Manhattan as a kid, there was a chance yeah. you could get killed, right? <laughs> don't yeah. look at anybody in the eye. Square your shoulders. Don't, like, you know, own your space and walk, carry yourself a certain way. You know what I mean? And to hear these guys being like, oh, my God, I, they, they made fun of me in a well, comedy club. It's kind of like. I, also, oh. no offense. He's leaving the city and going to Bridgeport. All right. Bridgeport might have a reputation here and there. But you're no, leaving... Bridgeport. Well, here, let me just answer. Bridgeport is the real deal. Here's the okay. thing that people don't understand about parts of Connecticut. Even where I am, I live in Derby, Connecticut, right? Like there is a, it's like, you know, my father and mother grew up in the Bronx. Yes. And like those old world neighborhoods, they still exist. I don't, you know, they probably exist. The Bronx is still the Bronx. Yes. It seems to me these guys are surprised when they leave New York City proper Right. Then maybe they never did comedy in the Bronx when they come to a place like Bridgeport, which is the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to like act a certain way. And if you're not funny, they'll tell you that what's the big deal. I was sort of they, to me, they came across as babies. 
to be well, surprised. Hartford? Yeah, Hartford is what it is, dude. Yeah, it's a little city. It's got a chip on its shoulder. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a rough place. I worked there for seven months. You know, I would I worked at a, at a newspaper where I would listen to the police scanner. They had me right next to the police scanner, but I was like a web guy. So I had I, I couldn't go to any of the police calls. They had crazy stuff going on all the time. You know, I would go out and get get I worked from from uh, four to twelve basically uh, every night. So I would be wandering around Hartford like at you know, I, I didn't give me enough to do. So I would go wander around Hartford at eleven o'clock at night. And yeah, it is what it is. But to hear these guys, I to me, it, yeah, it was funny, but also I was like, You guys are a you guys are a bunch of pansies. Yeah, yeah. And especially they're not going out. They're going to the club and then leaving. You know what I mean? They're not hanging out in most of these places. All right, they went and had a, a couple slices of pizza, but it's not like they're you know, it's not like he's doing two weeks in Bridgeport. Right. Yeah. You're just doing one gig. It's at a place. one gig. Yeah. And it, you know, it's a heckler. I mean, it, you know, that means it, you probably couldn't put away the heckler. It made me think like, wow, New York City is not what it used to be. Like Brooklyn became like so, uh, so hipster heavy. I mean, this well, guy's probably, say that this guy's probably from is, Brooklyn is hipster probably. So you're, you're getting loved, you know, you're going to these, these shows now and getting a little bit more, uh, you know, the comedy scene. Whereas, you know, it's a little bit more Wild West when you go out there. And I'm sure it's rough. Just, you got to carry You got to you got to watch out for yourself. That's it. That's, also, I think that's any city in America, though, at this point. Any small city in America is like that. Right. But I do think there's a lot of pockets or a lot of Bridgeports in a lot of other states. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah like this it's isn't no different. Yeah, it's not than it's like not somewhere unique. in yeah. Cleveland, you know, outside of Cleveland, downtown Cleveland. And what I don't get is really you're complaining about a Bridgeport heckler over a New York City heckler. Which means that means the New York City hecklers, a aren't doing their job or they just don't exist anymore. No, been... no, it means they're not playing those at whatever time he's talking about. I don't know what time period he's talking about. It okay. means Sam, whatever his name is, was playing hipster places where they're all like, you know what I mean? They weren't real places. Yeah, you go to Connecticut, parts of Connecticut. Maybe it has a reputation of being as having a, you know, hedge funds and golf courses, but that's only a small sliver of the state. The yeah. rest of the state is, yeah, yeah. The, the cities are are, are kind of rough. They're like the Bronx. It's just like the Bronx. Well, it is funny because Connecticut right? does so he, have... he, This guy must have never played a place like that, which is just blows my mind. The the more Connecticut, you know, I have family in Connecticut, and I'm very close to Connecticut. Connecticut's a very blue collar area. Exactly. What it what it's but what it's remembered or what it's known for is. Like you're saying, it's such a small, select, very amount. rich, yeah. you know, like that, you know, Con Connecticut Christmas, you know, the New Englandness of it. No, it's, you know, yeah, it's that's not only a small part of it. Yeah. So here is, I don't know if this is the same thing again. This might be a repeat. So I apologize in advance, but it's titled Rogan talks about doing comedy in Rhode Island and Connecticut and Rhode Island is another place. I don't know what the stereotype is. Uh, to Rhode Island, but Rhode Island is another like could be a rough place. That was the like infamous, infamous bump. Set. When yeah. I saw that, I go, "Oh, he's in Connecticut." <laughs> I took Charles sell a lot of tickets there after what we just Listen, said about the it. The people there agree with you. They don't want to be there. They're they're going. Ah, I can't. Certain I can't parts go. are good. Fairfield, great crowds. But as you said, I mean, Fairfield is uh, well, those Fairfield County. Yeah, yeah. That's well. I mean, I don't know about that. It's right next to Bridgeport. They share a border. I don't know how it's so but different. You know what from, I mean? It's uh... it's not that much different from Bridgeport. This guy's full of crap. It's got Fairfield University. There is a, a college there, and it's got Sacred Heart University. So maybe that's what he's talking about. Maybe this guy is more comfortable around uh, you know twenty somethings than actual working men and women. 
people bleed in from all sides. So you get good people, but you get people that just want to fuck. They want animals. blood. They're they animals. Want blood. And also, like, they're not. The thing about Rogan, animals, animals. Like, Rogan says this about everything. Is everything yeah. that Rogan is an animal? Is I, it's a blood. I, 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 I killed him with my hands. I'm Joe Rogan. Not doing great. So they don't want you to do great. Like yeah. life is like. There's not a lot of hope there. There's not a lot going on. It's a tough state. It's not my favorite. It, but then it's weird. But then you go to other places. Like I'll tell you this: Providence, Rhode Island. Some Fucking of the best crowds. Great. Some of the best crowds you'll ever see. great. Yeah, Rhode Island's great. I love doing stand up in Rhode Island. It was beautiful. It's okay. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like Rhode Island, you can hit. Uh, you can throw a rock and hit Rhode Island from Connecticut. It's not like these two vastly different places with different demographics. This is just stupid. But also Rhode Island, I mean, again, I'm I'm not from either state. And to me, Rhode Island is always a uh, a vacation spot. So you're going to have people that are... Rhode Island is just, it's Connecticut. It's the same thing. Okay. It's Connecticut. There's that stereotype. Well, yeah, it's I, all I just shot beaches. a movie that in Rhode Island like now, and it is scary. Like I just did one well, not too just, long ago, yeah, like it's, off season. It's, it's just definitely like, different. It's just like anywhere else. Yeah. These guys are... All right. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'm going to shut up for the next two minutes. Sorry small and, and it's a cool it's a great place providence is cool i used to but i bombed harder in rhode island than i ever have in my life really i did I a this. jack and jill strip club in woonsocket rhode island i can't imagine why this didn't go well jack and jill <laughs> is you know what it is what is it it was a concept they tried for a while in the 80s it was it was adam sandler's all the strippers <laughs> he played both <laughs> it was a guy stripper and a girl yeah. stripper so it was for couples so a male stripper would go out and strip, and then a female stripper. <laughs> and you can only imagine the quality is... of these people. Like, they all looked like they had fetal. Yeah, you know Rogan probably stripped there, this guy, yeah. this narcissist. Alcohol syndrome. Oh, like, my God. And the audience, there's a lot of, like, Portuguese, like, sailors and fishermen that live in that village. Yeah. In this, in this town. So, like, half the people barely spoke English. <laughs> and there might have been 15, 20 people in the audience. Wow. And it's not bombing because it was total silence. It was like, it was almost like I was just doing stand up in my apartment. It wasn't like real stand, it was, there was nothing going on. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna shut that up. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you just described the venue. Of course it was like that. Why would it not be like that? You know what I mean? Like, come on, come on, Joe Rogan. The other thing about Rogan. Does he still do, like he goes out on dates, right? Like he does. I, I have no idea. You know, I know like he's, he lives in, Texas now I think he I, did he he was gonna start his own comedy club I mean he's like he's like the number one guy in comedy you know it's like Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan so I don't know if he's I guess he still goes out I don't know if he, he doesn't need to go on tour I have no idea is what I'm trying to say but I was listening to the Pat Oates podcast the other day Pat Oates is a Connecticut comedian actually okay. POS and he's been on uh who are these podcasts and he's been yep, on yep. I compound media yep a couple of times a bunch of times, but his guys or whoever his whoever he was with it might have been a, a woman too. They were pointing out that like Rogan. What's funny about sort of Rogan is that like he famously gave Brendan Schaub advice: don't fight anymore in the UFC. You've lost it. You lost a step. It's dangerous if you keep fighting. And then he famously gave Bert Kreischer, the comedian, advice about like basically not selling out. Do you want to do these travel channel shows, Bert? You know you're so much funnier. They're beneath you. Yeah, they pay a lot, but don't sell out. Don't do all these stupid shows you're doing to collect a check. And then they pointed out, Pat Oates and his people, where'd Rogan start? Where do we all first hear of Rogan? Yeah, well, that's that's why I asked if he still does comedy, because news radio, like I pictured the news radio. The, 
He was the Andy pretty boy Dick. on news radio. Yeah. And Andy Dick stole every scene he was in. Like Rogan wasn't even good on the show. Yeah, like he wasn't even the funny guy on the show. And I'm, you know, again, I don't know if that if if news radio is your taste. I actually did just recently go back and try to watch it. I didn't make it very far. Um, I remember liking it when it was out, but yeah, it's not one of those, it's not, it's not considered like, yeah, it's not, it's not the know, office. Or I was cheers. trying a bunch of old sitcoms yeah. of like cheers for one. I was trying going back and looking at a few of those um, and news radio, but that was my point. Like I'm picturing in Rhode Island, is he the bald buff, you know, like steroid, Joe Rogan, or is he handyman news radio? Because I, you know, again, oh, might have been, it was probably even before that. He might have just been a kid when he went there. Because who else? Why, if he was on TV, why would he be going to a uh, a co-ed oh, strip club? Too. Yeah, so it'd be before his. It'd be during his early, early career. Okay, yeah. it's so just funny though for, for me to hear you know, Mister the world's toughest man complain about being in an urban environment. Uh, okay, this is now this next one is the guy Tony Hinch. Cliff? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't stand this guy. I don't like his voice, you know. So I can't get into his. I don't know anything else about him because. Oh man, I might be in the same boat as you, but here he is. I, I've seen about... he has a podcast where a bunch of comedians come up, or like people out of the audience. Kill Tony, do, like yeah, yeah, they do. Let me know if you can see and hear it, okay? Yes. I told me not to it. do Joe Rogan. You ready? You hear that horrible voice? Yeah for you this told <laughs> you told me not to do it years ago and i did it and it was rough and i performed stand-up comedy in connecticut <laughs> <laughs> you, was that right you were right dude i told you, you it's a right. place of despair yeah it's really crazy so one of the things that happened was is i noticed i mean all right i'm interrupting people hate this we're 25 seconds in but Maybe this guy's just unlikable to a, a working man crowd. Well, that's you know the other I mean? thing I'm saying. It's like, I think Connecticut's more blue collar. People that are going out to see a comedy show, that's not the Connecticut these guys think they're going to entertain. Yeah. The people that they think they're going to entertain, well, they're, they've got enough money. They're going to New York City to go watch something. They're not coming out to that smaller club. They, True. They're, they're spending their hard-earned you know, money. They want to see a good show, and I think some of these guys and they'll be confrontational if you yes. don't if you're not funny. If you're not you delivering right off the bat, yeah. You know, and listen, yeah, yeah. It's in the small towns. You're everyone's kind of like you know. There's always the guy who thinks he's funnier than the comedian. Yeah, like, you'll get that, yeah. and you're gonna get that in a blue collar area. Like it's just it, it's most gonna of. I happen. mean, yeah, it's like most of Connecticut. A, a big part of it, yeah, is like Buffalo. Yeah, so and I think what that's what's so funny. They're they're thinking they're in Greenwich. Right, yeah, they're like going in like babes in the woods. And it's this like, really on, cool old guy stood out in the front middle of the audience, right? And I'm like, you seem like out of place and cool as hell and old as fuck. What's your story, dude, right? And I noticed that there's this angry older lady, almost like, almost like Dana Carvey's like church lady character sitting next to him. And I go, and who's this angry lady that you're sitting <laughs> next to? <laughs> she doesn't want to be here at all. Is that that, that was, yeah, that was. All right, let know. me see. I'm going to just close it. Just forget this guy. So that was his nightmare gig. He had to talk to two older people. Uh, do you now see Joe Rogan hates Connecticut on your screen? Yeah, Brian? I see Tom Segura. Tom Segura. So this might be, this is a compilation. Okay. This is one of the newer ones. Because the thing about Rogan, I mean, this is from 2018. This is a running gag on the Joe Rogan show, how much he hates Connecticut. Which I could see that being a funny gag because I do make fun of all funny. my friends that live in New Jersey. Right. Yeah. What exit? It's funny. 
to certain states. Yeah. I've been shitting on Connecticut for years. I'm you waiting have. for blowback. Uh, your shitting on Connecticut gets to me. In other words, people come up to me and they're like, I'm talking like in a coffee shop. Someone will be like, why does Joe hate Connecticut? And I'm like, what? Yes. Are there fights next week? Yes. Yeah, yeah Vegas. We're going to be oh, there, son. Oh, I'm, son? I'm in Connecticut hosting ESPN Sports Center breaking down the fights. You gotta got to go to Connecticut? Connecticut, Bristol. Oof. <laughs> that would say, like, right. we're going to put a bullet in the back of your head like we did to Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks like naming Where'd you off. go to school? Where were you? What part of the country? Stanford High School in Connecticut. Okay, that's yeah. a shithole. Yeah, yeah, it's a total shithole. I hate Connecticut. Yeah. Especially the people. Like, I mean, not for nothing, Stanford is... Uh... Hey, man, my uncle lived in Stanford. I mean, my, yeah, yeah. my uncle lived in Stanford. It was really cool. Come on. Uh, she's the worst, though. Candace, whatever. And hey, isn't Nick that DePaulo. where... I've interviewed Nick DiPaolo. in Stanford or something like that. Like he, uh, huh? The Yankees Network? I don't know, man. Yeah, That's there's some production That's, stuff there. That might have, yeah, might have closed down Stanford, by now. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, well, the WWE. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, who's become just kind of an angry old man yelling at stuff nowadays. Connecticut? Connecticut is a fucking strange state. <laughs> you got people around the edges that are near Boston or that, that are near right. New York that are cool. They're, they're like kind of like, ah, I didn't want to live in the city. I, like, I want a yard. So they go to Connecticut. Right. And then you got those fucking deep weirdos. I did... um. One of the casinos a few years back, we did uh, you know a weekend at the casino, and I was like, I don't ever want to fucking do this again. This is horrible. One of those one of those Indian casinos. I was like, this oh, yeah. this place is fucking depressing. These people are like legitimate. Well, what you want to do next time? But uh, I mean, this, don't get me wrong. Some nice people there, but they're all dying to get out. I think Connecticut's the worst though, because Connecticut's depressing to me. But there's something depressing about Connecticut, where like Connecticut always feels like there's no hope. And Hartford West is Port. surprisingly shitty. I like, know. You think of Hartford, Connecticut, it sounds regal. Well, I used to work in all over Connecticut when I was doing stand-up. I would drive from Boston into Connecticut. Yeah. I did like a lot of gigs in Hartford. I did gigs. Hartford in... is a shithole. Yeah, it's a shithole. <laughs> well, I, I grew up in New England in cold country. Where? Uh, in Connecticut. Uh, oh, we're in Connecticut. Outside of Hartford. Okay. You're one of those people. Is it? Would be the one, like we all- Although what's funny about, what's funny about all these is like when you say you're from Connecticut, you really have to be more specific. Yeah. Saying you're outside Hartford, that could be Simsbury. Yeah. Which is like horse country and billion dollar houses. I was going to say, I mean? I've driven through the state a billion times. Uh, Some of this it's is like, kind of funny. Yeah. Like, their cities are really small, so I don't even know what this is a big deal. I'll designate this is a place we meet, we fuck each other up. What state? Huh? Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, for yeah. sure. States are problematic. So then what is... Because people are like, fuck Utah, this is Texas, son. That's like, true. Oh, that shit. exists. I grew up in New Jersey, and, yeah. and New York hated yeah. us. And Fucking everybody hated, hates everybody. We hated, hated Boston. Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, you hated Pennsylvania, New York hated Boston. Connecticut got a pass. Okay, so Connecticut states... was like some little kid with a limp. Like, ah, oh, don't pick up. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I think there's some resilience in, in living in Connecticut, too. Oh. <laughs> the cold. What's that? Yeah. Oh. It's weird. And plus, it's not really a state. Connecticut's Ooh. like a highway between New York and Boston. July 24th, 23rd, Ridgefield Playhouse in Connecticut. And the 25th, Canc cancel the Connecticut Columbus gigs. Theater, Providence, Rhode Island. Cancel all Connecticut gigs. Why is that? I always do. Just for the hell I don't of it. work in Connecticut. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's not a real state. Okay. I'm gonna it's a figure, highway. I'm going to figure that out. It's a highway between Boston and New York. Like, it doesn't feel like a real state. It feels like a highway between Boston and New York. I thought Connecticut was New Hampshire until years and years later. Connecticut is a highway. 
It's a highway between Boston and New York. Spoken like a poet. Connecticut's a highway. Everyone in Connecticut's like, fuck you. They are like, fuck you. But you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> bitch. Bitch, you know I'm right. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of going to Connecticut. But the bottom line is Connecticut is filled with despair. Yeah. It's not a real state. It's a highway <laughs> between New York and Boston. You know it's a highway. You guys put houses on a highway. This is what it is. It's a highway, and then along the highway, it's a bunch of fucking tax-sheltering cunts that uh, that live in Manhattan and then have these palatial estates in That's Greenwich. That's definitely true. Like yeah. everybody that I know that grew up in a tough neighborhood. That is pretty true. But Again, they I'm, have a know. sharpness to them. You know, and there's a character that they have that they possess that the people that grew up super cushy and some, you know, Connecticut country club estate type yeah, situation. Right. I'm gonna let you Oh that's funny. He's he's saying Connecticut is no hope, despair. But it's all it's all but millionaires then, have places. But then he's there. saying yeah, like country yeah, clubs. He, he, little contradiction there. You know, that's true. Don't do it. But as of now We're gonna talk later after that, you're like, Oh my god, you were so right. That Connecticut gig was horrible. Okay. I need Connecticut people to show me he's wrong. All these Connecticut people are mad at me now. I get emails from Connecticut. Hey, bro, how about lay off fucking Connecticut? How about <laughs> drive to Boston or drive to New York and recognize what the fuck you do? You know what's in Connecticut and in Stanford, I believe? Ski Mask Media. The Ski Mask oh, Collective. Yeah. Not media. Yeah. Ski Mask Collective. See, but also, I'm thinking, like, all right, so now you're saying he was doing, he was doing club uh, gigs in Connecticut back in the day. Back in the day it when he changed. was probably the state hasn't doing changed at all. State, it's, but it's, it's, but, it I'm, but I'm also saying he's like he was doing crappier places too. Right, here we you go. know what I mean? Doing, Smaller but places that probably aren't even in business anymore. Firehouses, uh, you know, like you know when you're starting out doing that comedy stuff. They still exist. Lives in Connecticut. Uh huh. Interesting place to live out of all the places to go. You're from Brazil and you move to Connecticut. Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe nice. Right. I live there. Oh, that's kind of interesting because, like, Danbury yeah, had a huge Brazilian population where I interviewed the guy Glover Texera, the UFC champ or fighter. What? Yeah. Because it would be like, there'd be, you know, like when people would, uh, would migrate yeah. to wherever, you know, they, one family member goes to one, then they bring, call somebody else, and the whole communities would end up rerouting themselves from wherever they were from to parts of Connecticut. And, and same thing in New York, though. Mount Kisco, New York was the same, same exact thing. Yeah, same Guatemala. Thing, yeah. You my my parents had a house in, in Connecticut for 10 years. It's one of the few places. But Brian Callen comes from, like, deep, deep old money. I never perform. I gave up. Yep. How it's come? an inside joke. People getting mad. People from Connecticut are sending me messages. Come on, bro. I was banging this girl once. Yeah. Back in the Disney when I was 20, and she's the first girl to ever call her pussy a cunt. Ah. She said, I want you to fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't, <laughs> I can't use I'm going to have to. <laughs> Jesus. This, is, this podcast is going nowhere. Fuck me in my cunt. I was like, whoa. whoa. Hello. This girl was crazy. <laughs> she was one of those nether regions girls. She was like the wildings. You know how the- I, I just, I, I don't want to hear this. This is like stuttering John talking about one of his dates. She was just crazy. Was she really? She Look was legit. so Like immediately. <laughs> joke it was crazy. Of course, Mom whoever part. made this video, they keep that on the longest. There's old school Rogan here. Whoa. I do respect that Rogan has had this as a running bit for like a decade. And Real Housewives of New Jersey, just to yeah. let me know how happy I am that I don't have to fuck any of those monsters. <laughs> that I don't have to date any of those New York, New Jersey, Boston, Connecticut, those beast women, those ethnic beast women. I remember I fucking... Jesus Christ. That's yeah, horrible. dude. Like, the Joe Rogan, like, he definitely Jesus cleaned up a bit. Christ. Well, this is the stuff that's gotten him in trouble. Bombed in Connecticut and not... 
in Connecticut, in Pennsylvania once. <laughs> the whole thing was like, what's going on here? What are you doing, man? Do you know that's, what's one of the that biggest mess? I'm from Philly, and that story happened in Pennsylvania, you know, outside of Philadelphia. I and thought it was Connecticut. No, that no, fox catcher thing is in Philly? That was in it's, it's outside Philly. It's Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. I'm confused. But it, I also like how Rogan, you know, the the voice of reason, the number one talk show host in our nation, one of the most influential voices on our planet at the moment for the last couple of years, doesn't know base game. Yeah, facts. Yeah, DuPont. Everyone yeah. knows. Come on. You never read a paper, dude? You don't know where that, that, that took place? You think it's you, you're off by whatever, 250 miles? Come on, bro. I think it but was like John Dupont. This uh, oh, oh, unknown so, planet. So I'm not quick to call it Planet Nine because so far it's, it's twenty thousand times farther away from the sun than the Earth is. <laughs> so I'm not sorry. You're not in the family. <laughs> you're not in the neighborhood. No, no, you're not in the hood. No. All right, I'm sick of this. What was the last one? Oh, it was the other one? It was another one. Maybe that. Did we just play that. I mean, Dave Chappelle heckled. All right, so this is yeah. Dave Chappelle was heckled in uh, Hartford. <laughs> Connecticut. Hey, can you hear this? Yep. And they interviewed me and they said, why did you go back to Africa? I'm not going to say Hartford, And those, the people passing by the camera, those are people walking out on Chappelle. Okay. That's a lot. I'm going to take a picture of myself. No, all right. So Connecticut gets a lot of hate here. That voice you just heard. The I'll follow you on Twitter. Yeah, that's a Boston. That's a Massachusetts dude. That's the thing about Connecticut. It's infiltrated from people from elsewhere. It isn't like half of Connecticut likes the Yankees. The other half likes the Red Sox. It sort of does exist in this weird state where it's like even the news channels, they don't cover the, the, the Connecticut news channels for a while, TV news, wouldn't cover Danbury, Connecticut, because Danbury was more affiliated with New York. New York, yeah. So the New York, they would watch the New York station. So it is interesting in that aspect. You know the funniest part about doing a show like this? The after part. It's going to be great. He ain't funny here. I kind of respect this. This is like old school New York people. Or stereotypical New York people. I'm confused though. I have a question. Yeah. Is this, because I don't know anything about this, is this literally a, him just walking out at first? He hasn't done any jokes. I don't know where this is in, in his the show. Act. I think okay. it was, a, I think it was a relatively really short show. Okay. Where he came out and this was like one of his first appearances when he was building back his career after yeah. the whole Comedy Central thing. And he came out and I think he was like, you know, there was so much hype to him returning to the stage people expected him to be really funny they okay that's Chappelle. all the context i needed just like so this probably there's been a couple things happening ahead of well time. they expected okay. the Chappelle show type yes. of funny and it was like the new i mean here's the thing like i i those netflix specials i, I can't stand Chappelle's. he's turning a little he's getting a little lenny bruce to me he's but... giving speeches he's lecturing he's like talking down to the audience and i think 
in my opinion, what happened to this, because I think I was even a reporter at the, I might have, I, I don't know, I read about this extensively. I think the crowd reacted to his lecturing here, and they were like, can you just be funny? Just you're tell trying, jokes. Yeah, yeah, you're trying out, this isn't like the comedy cellar in New York City where there's like a small, intimate group. This is a, a giant place, and you don't have your act worked out. Yeah, You're like yeah. trying stuff. Like, be funny. And they turned on him quickly, and he lost the crowd. I mean, they, you know, they were funnier than him that day, which I guess happens. And maybe he was trying to do his spoken word type of thing. You know, he comes out there and talks about the issues of the day. I don't know what it was, but uh, but that was that. So anyway, that's our episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get killed online uh, over this one. So I just want to, as a guy from Connecticut, I wanted to react to Mr. Joe Rogan, the top podcaster on planet earth. One of the top comedians in our country, the Mark Twain of bro culture <sighs> commenting on, uh, on Connecticut. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, saying it's a highway, though, that's kind of, isn't that a hack? That's about as hack as Well, can, it's also like he, he hasn't, that. it was funny to realize. It's a highway between Boston and Massachusetts. I mean, that's been around for 200 years. But it's also, that line. and they say the same thing about Jersey. It's just, you know, so you, it's a, so you could drive through it to get to Pennsylvania. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, you yeah, know? I always thought the funniest thing ever was when you meet somebody from Jersey and then you just say to him, what exit? Yeah. And it's like also the, uh, it is a little like he, the joke didn't change because the funny part is every time you see a video, it's, you know, he's got a different hairdo. He's got a different T-shirt on. It's he like supplements. he didn't come up with a new joke. So, he, yeah. You know, yeah, it's mildly amusing, but whatever joke. It would have been better if it is a segment like I hate Connecticut, you know, almost like it was a bit, but like, which I know he says he returns to it. But it's in conversation. It's like kind of weird. Like, hey, you, you know, he's it. no Shuli Egar. I'll tell you that. You know who's funny? Shuli Egar. And I guess like, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll I'll put this episode up a week from now, right? Which will put it maybe October, October first or something like yeah, that. Whatever it is, yeah, a week October first or second. If yeah, you, right around there. You know, so right in around our, there. So for our listeners, I guess, and for us, for context, the last person on this podcast we interviewed was Shuli. Man, the really good interview. Congratulations on that. So we did, we did like episodes before that where just for the heck of it, you know, we're, we're old school Howard Stern fans. Brian still has a subscription, listens daily, knows Howard Stern pretty much front and back. Despite what some YouTube commenters said, I think that like the people who said, we don't know our Howard Stern there, that was directed at me. Cause well, I, 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 well, here's the other thing. I mean, don't it, respond to people on YouTube. It's, 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 it's no, a losing no, I know battle. That. Also, you know, that's the problem. If you say you're either like Howard or hate Howard, there's so many. I don't want to start a fight with anyone. You know, well, what? No, here's, let me Howard's interrupt here. you. Here's the thing. If 50% of your audience or readers or whatever are angry at you, that means you did a good job. You want okay. half angry and half in support. That means you're okay. That means you're, you're chill. But we did the, we did two episodes where we're, we, 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 I can't say that word. We reacted to various stuttering John and uncle Rico battles going on, which was like, it was just fun to do. Uh, and you know, the, the, the feedback on those episodes, it was of course, by far, this is a podcast that we were lucky on YouTube. If we would get 12 views. Yeah. By far our most popular episodes ever. 
not, I don't want to say popular because a significant portion of the audience hated them. Most watched. It was definitely yeah. our most watched yeah. episodes ever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm sort of obsessed with this subject. I want to hear more about the beef, the origin story, the beef between Shuli and Stuttering John. John. Yeah. And I reached out to Shuli and he, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come on. And I was supposed to interview him a day before and he, he blew me off. I didn't hear from him. I don't know what was going on. Then I was in a government meeting, like sitting there taking notes on something. And I just messaged him and I'm like, uh, want to try again some other time? And he immediately, he was like, hey, no, no, let's do it Friday. And so he came on and Brian was supposed to be on there. We were in the Zoom room at, at, at noon. You were right on time. I was right on time. Shuli was nowhere to be seen. And then all of a sudden I get an email saying Shuli's in the room, but we were in the room and he wasn't in the room. So we had some type of technical snafu. I panicked and just clicked, all right, Brian, I got to go. And I clicked, uh, all right, join Shuli's room so Shuli and I could do the interview. So that's why Brian wasn't there. I know some people were happy about that. There's one person who was like, I'm so glad Brian wasn't there. He's a Howard Stern cuck and a Shuli hater. And that just, that made me laugh out Well, listen, I wouldn't have been a jerk to the guy, but I mean, I I was a little nervous. I'm like, wait a sec, we're having Shuli on here. I don't really want to be like, oh, by the way, this guy over here doesn't think you're funny, but Shuli was awesome. And the thing is like- The interview was really good. I'll give you plenty of He was really nice. And he, he was very forthcoming and very- like he wasn't his persona on the radio. And maybe that's the other thing I liked more. And I might, I don't even know what that, cause I didn't, I haven't listened really in years. So yeah. I don't know even what his persona was, well, but he just seemed more honest if I could, he, you know, like, and he wasn't angry. Like, listen, he was being, yes, he was promoting something. He, he was always viewed as the guy on the Stern show, like angling to get on the air. And this, like, but I get, there was what, no else, what else are you going to be doing on that show? Though? I get it. Angling I get not it. to get on the air. Well, the problem is he was in a loaded deck. It wasn't really his fault either. But you know, listen, I, I don't do like think any. Like, of, I mean, I don't look like at him any now. of the new guys. Also, if I could just be why totally isn't honest. what? Yeah, but the new guys. Well, that's interesting because he was on for fifteen years. That's yeah, what I was like, kind of saying to him. I was like, oh, in a lot of people's eyes, like, you're, just, I, you're the new guy. Like, but wait, wait, wait. But here's here's my thing. I just want to say, like, it blows my mind that. The Shuli show is not on Howard 101. Like, right? Wouldn't that be like or the Uncle Rico show? Why that? Why is that not on Sirius Satellite Radio? Because if they want to stay relevant and none be of cool and, and hey, keep listen, up with my, the cool kids, like that should be on. My favorite show was in the Sirius era was Black Off uh, Back Office Radio, and that's all dead. And that's like doesn't exist. Uh, like there can was you, definitely. Can you shows. even access the, the the old old episodes of that, or has it been I've, erased I've, from the world? You, you can find them. You have to. Type Are they on hard, the app though? No, I mean legitimate. No, 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 no. That's on the app. I I doubt that. I doubt. I I don't know. I I don't use that kind of stuff. I don't know how to use that, but oh well. Apparently, no one knows how to use the Sirius app. It doesn't work half the time. So I know I I listened for free for a couple of years because their app was like all you had to do was make up a new email address every couple of years or every couple of weeks, and you could get. The free trial. I so. go to YouTube and you know somebody and you do it that d- way. puts it up that way, and you know, like I can find the the episodes that I still want to hear. Um, but so uh, I, I anyway, so I mean, the thing is though, like after having Shulian, we did you know two episodes previous, the Howard Stern world, like our 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 subscribers doubled. I mean, we only had eighty five listeners previously. But of course, the concern now is all the, the new people that came in, yeah. and, and there were a lot of nice compliments too. It blew my mind that anonymous people on the internet said nice things under that Shuli interview. Well, wait till they hear and us even, talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder, or whatever. Right, 
Right. And even like the two weeks or two episodes prior, a couple of people were like, you guys suck. And then I was like, well, can you be a little more specific? What, what do we suck at? And then people were like, you're talking too much over the clips, man. Shut up. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, I can, I can work with that. I get that. You know, it was, it became like constructive criticism. And, you know, I felt a bond with a couple of these people. Um, I'm maybe bonds the wrong world, but uh, word, but you know, it was cool. But yeah, I should say that like, we're not, this isn't a Howard Stern podcast. We're not, I mean, there's a, a bunch of podcasts much better than us, much more well-versed in the current goings on of Stern that people should be listening to like radio gunk, like, of course, who are these podcasts? I well, mean, that's so the other thing. It's we're not a like movie we... review show. So I, 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 I although I, I'm really appreciative of the comments and the fact we doubled our, our listenership, you guys are going to hate us in, a, in our you, next episode. Really but, hate us. But it's also, I want to just clarify too. The, both times we did those Shuli episodes, you literally wrote to me five minutes before and were like, hey, let's talk about this. That's the way we do and, everything. Yeah. Right? Which and people just, identified as a problem because we had nothing prepared and our thoughts weren't coherent. And I will say that's the one thing I... Also, I'll give you a guess. This isn't coffee. I wasn't as up on some of what we were watching. So some of those clips that we were watching was the first time I'm watching them. So I'm paying it, you know, I'm, you know, I was right, watching Which I thought is the way we should do it. But, you know, some people were annoyed by that. The other thing, like, I didn't want to talk to Shuli about his years on the Howard Stern show. I was more interested into, in into the feud. Yeah. Well, and just like, that's the news of the day, right? Yeah. Cause stuttering John yeah. had just filed copyright stuff against him. So I wasn't really interested in rehashing his 15 years or how he got there. That's all been done on other podcasts. It's yes. all over the place. And uh, so I, I don't know. He was awesome. And truly is his funniest on the uncle Rico show. Like, he's so great. that's, he's you great know. on that show. And, and, and the whole thing, I love the fact that, like, Levy's always kind of lost. He doesn't, like, Levy's kind of like you. He's like, what am I watching? Like, he doesn't even realize what show he's on. I love, it's great. It's great. So it's been a very positive couple of weeks. And, you know, for us, 3,000 videos, I mean, 3,000 views in, the, in YouTube, in the YouTube world, that is like, you know. Yeah, we could retire. It's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. But to it's us, so, it's the biggest it, thing in the world. But, yeah, for us, it's like when you go from eight, views 12 views eight views but it does 13. make it funnier like i guess maybe should we pay attention you know like we could just get rid of we don't even have to it would tick off our three other listeners that are into our comic book and 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 star bashing. wars bashing that uh like we could just make a i guess there's a whole other living or a whole other podcast world of just being stern subsidiaries well, you know that, there is that we definitely a whole other podcast there's an audience for it and just in our little experience of doing this is it made me respect how hard those podcasts and those youtube pages or any youtube page has to work to get that audience you know like we have the kernel of the audience but how hard and the commitment you have to to, to give to actually build that audience. And I'm saying that's not going to happen. <laughs> like, that's it. That was our moment in the sun. That's our glory days. That's our stuttering John in the great era of stirred. We'll never reach that again. And we accept that. Please be nice to us. Okay. You're not going to like anything else. We, we publish. Although I would like to try to interview Carl from who are these podcasts I'm interested and in, not really about, his latest, you know, feud or like just how he came about and how that show came about and his background yeah. as an inter internet marketing dude. Not that that, not that's, but just how he transitioned into what he's doing. That's the only other thing I'd 
I'd sort of like to, to chat about. So that's the next time we'll get 3,000 views. So, all right, that's that. This will post someday. My name is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast, and that is Brian Spears. Hey. And we are the Insufferable Bastards Podcast, and I can't find the outro music. Here it is. Treasure to me. I love Judge oh, Dredd. God. I absolutely love Judge Dredd. These fucking superhero movies. How many fucking more can they do? Exactly, Bill Burr.